Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Gentlemen, welcome to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored on this uh, cloudy day here in Southwest Florida. I thank you for listening and tuning in. This is Dr. Ron. Uh, as you know, I've been over 50 years in this uh, profession with uh, specialties in family practice, emergency medicine, and I am a licensed acupuncturist. I'm joined every week by Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan for lively discussions and up-to-the-minute comments and to bring you medical news that you will not get on the lame media. Okay, this is a this is a show that we like to describe as uh, something like Paul Harvey, where you get the rest of the story. So today, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be our last program for the uh, this year of 2016. We've had a weekly program, uh, except for two. They all have all been live and brought to you uh, by the three of us. Uh, today is going to be a little bit like a Seinfeld show. It's going to be a show about nothing. Whatever our Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan, and myself want to bring up, that's what we're going to bring up. I see that Dr. Uh, uh, Jerry's on the phone. Let me bring him in. Dr. Jerry, is that you, sir? Uh, it's me, live in living color. Right. That's you from sunny Philadelphia. Well, they pulled the shade down over us. It's a little bit uh, cloudy, too. <laughs> Let's see what's happening with Dr. Dan. See what he's out there in Cape Carl along the water. Dr. Dan. Good afternoon, Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. It's pretty cloudy here, too. It's cloudy everywhere today. I think yeah, I think that is true. But, but I'd like to gentlemen, remind so, you about something. Today is the feast of Saint, the real Saint Nicholas, the one that uh, that they uh, copy Christmas from. Where's he so from? So I thought I'd mention Happy Saint Nicholas Day to everybody. Happy Saint Nick to you, Danny. Thank you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So let's 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 just start out. Doctor Jerry has got a lot of stuff uh, for you for the holidays. I'm going to just start off with something that we have done many programs about. And that they call the PPI, the proton pump inhibitors. And the latest 
greatest about these drugs is, from the Journal of the American Medical Association, is that they can give you a stroke. Okay? Now, I've got an aging hippie neighbor a few doors down from me who everyone calls Woodstock. He's not a bad guy, but he's got a big Hillary sign. He had a big Hillary sign on his lawn. You can manage. He got a, a serious case of post-Hillary reflux. We call that <laughs> PHR. <laughs> to deal with it, he's been gobbling stomach acids like you wouldn't believe because of that PHR. Well, Mr. Woodstock used to joke that he'd have a stroke if Donald Trump won the election. Well, he he didn't. Not yet, anyway. But he certainly could, and not because of Mr. Trump. It, be, it is because of the meds he's using for his reflux, ladies and gentlemen. And new research is showing how proton pumping, and he, pump inhibitors uh, can really hurt millions of people uh, uh, that take these for stomach acid problems because it can increase your risk of potentially deadly stroke. Overall, taking high doses of the drugs regularly will increase your risk of an ischemic stroke stroke by, I mean, it's an amazing percentage, 21%. Now, you think that's bad? Ladies and gentlemen, that's only the beginning because some of these drugs are like politicians. Then they're hot, they're are a heck of a lot worse than others, right? Some politicians are better than others. Well, these some politicians are worse than others. Same with these proton pump inhibitors. High doses of a, a Protonix, a drug that at one point was approaching $2 billion in annual sales, boosted the risk of stroke by 94% in this study. And that's not the only one. Other PPIs also packed a punch in the study with the drug Nexium. Everybody knows Nexium and the cable guy, causing the risk to jump as much as 50% with Prelosic and Prevacid showing to increase the risk of a stroke by nearly a third. That's 33 and a third percent. There are many things out there as frightening as a stroke, ladies and gentlemen. One minute you're happy, you're an active senior living down here in Florida on the golf course, on the tennis courts, and the next you're facing a, the biggest scare of your life. And that's usually followed by a long and painful recovery. And sometimes you have to live with a permanent disability, and that's if you're lucky. If you're not, you could be one of 133,000 Americans who die of stroke each year, 133,000. These drugs can damage you in so many other ways. They can suck the essential nutrients out of your body. And we've talked about B12, magnesium, leaving you battling these deficiencies. They can cripple you for real by increasing the risk of bone breaks. They can even set the stage for deadly infections, like we talked about the C. diff. A much easier cure is marshmallow. All right? No, not the ones on top of your hot cocoa. Marshmallow root can ease inflammation to protect your esophagus, and it's widely available at health food stores. Marshmallow root, you heard it here on Blog Talk Radio. If that doesn't do the trick, don't turn to those brain-rotting drugs. Visit a naturopathic doc who can run some tests and figure out what's the real cause, because as we talk about on this show, you need to get to the cause of the problem. Well, I'll talk a little bit about that later when we talk about inflammation and autoimmunity. But I want to give you a phone number, because if you're not in Dr. Jerry's area of Philly, you might want to call this number. It is to the American College for the Advancement of Medicine. 
That phone number is 1-800-532-3688. 1-800-532-3688. Find a naturally practicing physician in your area. Uh, may save you a lot of uh, pain, discovered uh, and and, and uh, diseases in the future, and even a stroke. Well, that's my opening salvo, gentlemen. Dr. Dr. Jerry, I know you had a lot of good stuff. I looked over everything. I, I, uh, God bless you. I don't know where to start with it all. Well, it's real simple. You know, you got the holiday season, and you know what is the flu season? It's Halloween to New Year's. What's the highest consumption of processed sugar and alcohol? The same same range. So, you know, yeah, it's crazy. They want to pump you up with all these vaccines, you know, when in fact it's it's dietary. Um, you know, Harold Lee Snow back in 1946 showed that if you take a four-ounce candy bar, or actually uh, it'll lower four ounces of a candy bar. Imagine that will lower your calcium level for six days. So calcium is bactericidal. That's why they put it in cans and jars, because it prevents the growth of bacteria. So by eating the sugar, you're lowering your immune system by lowering the calcium. So you say, where do you start? It's real simple. Cut down on the sugar consumption uh, and also on the protein consumption. You know, the bottom line is uh, I, I dug up a, a very interesting article called The Evidence for intestinal toxemia, an inescapable clinical phenomenon. You know, back in the early 1900s, they didn't have all these fancy drugs. You know, they used the old grandmother's adage, give them an enema, can't hoit. Uh, and, and that said it's jest, but it's true. Um, you know, if you have a bowel movement every other day, you think you're uh, in utopia there. No, you got to have three bowel movements a day. Every time you eat, it should stimulate the peristaltic waves, clean out the garbage. If you don't, there's a lot of chemical toxicity that's built up from putrefaction. You know, when when John uh, Wayne died and they did an autopsy on him, he had 45 pounds of excrement in his intestines. That's why he died of colon cancer. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. So all I'm saying is that Moderation, Ben Franklin, moderation. Uh, too much protein, you get putrefaction. You get pathogenic bacteria overgrowing in your intestines, which put out scatol, uh, putrescine, uh, phenol, ammonia. I mean, this is what's causing thyroid problems, acne, uh, you know, constipation, headaches, arthritic problems, uh, fatigue, insomnia. I mean... It's just so basic. So anyway, that's my little two cents worth for the well, holiday that, that season. Well, really no, that, that's really great. That's really great. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, this is just one part of being healthy. Don't don't think just because you you have a bowel movement every day you're healthy. And just don't think because you don't have uh, any uh, symptoms at this point in time. Oh, I can eat all the sugar I want. I can drink all the alcohol I want. I can smoke. I don't have any problem. That's not helpful, ladies and gentlemen. And Dr. Jerry will be the first to admit that. Dr. Dan, what do you got for us? Well, I was um, I was listening to the radio last night. Talk, talk radio. You know, ninety-two point five. And if anybody knows Michael Savage at all, um, he's on late at night from nine to nine to twelve here, and uh, he brought up statins. 
because he's got a Ph.D. in microbiology and so forth, even though he's a tremendous writer and a big mouth, but he's really good and he's right on with what he says. He was talking about they're constantly trying to put him on statins, and every time he goes on statins, he gets rhabdomyolysis. And he said he's done with that. He's not having anything to do with it, and he gave a lot of uh, information on how poisonous they are, and you've talked about that many times. Yep. And uh, some of my doctors try to keep putting me back on them, too, and I just won't go back. Of course, I'm not taking any chance, and my wife had personal uh, problems with it, too, when she took uh, everyone you could think of. She got rhabdomyolysis from it, and then she was sick for like a year until she finally got away from, from this type of medication. So I would recommend anybody be very careful. He also brought up the fact that statins, as you did, Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry, really don't seem to help at all. They, well, they cause uh, diabetes. They cause cataracts. Right. They cause Parkinson's. They cause brain dysfunction. They they cause dementia. I mean, you know, uh, if we had five hours, we could go through the list of, of all, this, all the side effects of statin drugs. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the sugar goes up and, you know, all this all this other stuff. And uh, and like you said, when they when they talked about the, uh, the what was it two percent one out of two, and they say fifty percent and give you that wrong uh, um, the, the but, statistics, the way they manipulate not, statistics, exactly. And Look, the, if anybody, if I, you know, I know our, we have an audience that likes science, they have to go to JAMA Cardiology, November twenty ninth. You know right. what the headline is? I don't know if you guys saw it. American cholesterol triglyceride levels continue to fall without statins. There you go. And why? Because people are watching their diets. They're exercising more. So the drugs, uh, the drug, and, you know, uh, how many times we have to go through the side effects of statin drugs? And for anybody over 70 or to be even taking them is almost almost malpractice. There's not a study around that shows they, they uh, do any good except in the occasional patient that needs them as an anti-inflammatory. Other than that, I agree, Dr. Dan, uh, statins are are poisons. Yeah, and they're just treating a symptom. You know, we've said this all along, that um, traditional medicine treats symptoms with, you know, nine nine or ten drugs. And uh, it's just lunacy. Uh, You know, one of the things I know, statins, I had a good buddy of mine, he was on statins, and and finally, when he got off him, like I said, his his uh, wrist pain disappeared. And uh, you know, the doctor he he fought him all the time until the doctor started taking the statin drugs, and he developed muscle pain. Then he woke up. You know, you have to get burned yeah. in order to learn sometimes. Yeah. You know, and you and and if you listen to, to to some of these big specialists, I think maybe Dr. Sinatra and Mercola. There's also a Dr. Hotsey. Anybody know him in Texas, Dr. Hotsey? No. And Suzanne Summers, she's not bad either. She's got some good ideas in her books that uh, that the, uh, the the statins may help some people. I don't know if you agree with this, Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry, that for people who have had a heart attack to prevent a second one, is there any indication, uh, I'm not positive about that, that the statins may help to prevent a second or a third heart attack? Well, see, again, well, to Dr. Jerry's point, the, the real cause of the heart attack is not the cholesterol. It's the inflammation right. that preceded the heart attack, and that's what they're not getting down to. They're not treating the inflammation. Now, statins are an anti-inflammatory, so in, in an indirect way, they are they are just they're just putting a band-aid on it, where they're not they're getting not to the anti- cause. Correct. You said they're not anti-inflammatory. 
They are anti-inflammatory. Oh, okay, so but then... But it's like taking an aspirin for something. You're not getting to the cause of what caused the, the, the symptom in the first place, and that's the whole part. Cholesterol is, is a blood test. It's not a disease. Well, you know, the big thing that's being overlooked, and again, it's all basic medicine, the intestinal toxemia, and it's easy to spot. You know, you're walking through the malls and you see these uh, people with the big bellies. That's intoxication. That's poison. Their intestines are in poison. Well, when you have intestinal toxemia, it causes systemic inflammation. So the bottom line is the body's trying to heal itself. And when you just keep masking the symptoms, you know, you're going to get the complications of the breakdown of the, of the drug, which can be worse than the actual original problem. Mm. Well, would, would you go by the uh, C-reactive protein or the cardio-specific C-reactive protein and the homocysteine levels in order to see if you have inflammation and then treat it some other way? Well, the bottom line is you got to, if, if, if they're constipated and you don't clean it out and you just start throwing even like a, a B12, for example, will help counteract the homocysteine. But the bottom mm-hmm. line is you, you're not getting to the, the, you're using an allopathic mentality, using a vitamin to treat a symptom. Mm-hmm. Right. You still got to dig into the underlying cause, which is intestinal toxemia. Most of the people running around today are toxic. Um, you know, th- these proteins break down into some really nasty stuff, hydrogen sulfide, ammonia. Where do you think you get the, the, the mental fog? You know, it suppresses your thyroid function. You know, mm-hmm. it just it, it affects cholesterol. If your thyroid's low, your cholesterol's going to be high. It just it's a joke. It's like chasing your tail. Right. Yeah, right. and 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 Dr. Dan, I think the physicians of the future have to be uh, knowledgeable about the microbiome, as we call it. You know, the microbiome, and you know, like Dr. Jerry said, in your gut. I mean, you know, that's where our immune system resides. It's in our GI tracts. Exactly. I mean, that's established yeah, now. Yeah, Dr. Ron, I mean, the article that went through 100 years of the medical literature, so it wasn't just, you know, a five-year period. It was 100 years. And when you eat a high-protein diet, the flora in your intestines is pathologic, and it shows up in your urine as uh, indican, which is a chemical for the breakdown putrefaction. Uh, of protein. So the bottom line is you have poisons circulating in your blood, which are going to affect your brain, your liver, your pancreas, your kidneys, your adrenals. And when they showed, when you switched over to a high complex carbohydrate, fruits and vegetables, the bacterial content changed to a more normal flora. I mean, it's all documented. It's not like, uh, you know, maybe if. It's just that, you know, it's lost in the shuffle because it was done in the early 1900s. It's not, it can't be good science. It was done too long ago. That plus the fact of, of, of our modern medical care system, it, it's anti- antiquated. Doctors cannot spend the time to, to go through your diet with you, your exercise, your lifestyle. They don't, they don't take the time. It's easier for them to write a script and say, I'll see you in a month. So uh, the, uh, they they and and they don't even read about this stuff. They don't even know about genomic testing and the, the micro uh, microbial communities that reside in our gut. Remember what I said a couple of weeks ago. One gram of stool has more bacteria. That's ten to the thirteen than all the stars in the universe. That's got to mm. tell you something. They're there for a reason. Okay, there for a reason. And and 
as Dr. Perlmutter uh, from here from Naples, the, the world world famous neurologist who wrote the brain guts uh, book right, on right. this, the connection between the brain and the and the gut. He is even uh, now they are recommending you know you know a lot of babies now are born by cesarean section, uh, to, so so doctors Not don't get good. sued or whatever. But these babies are denied passing through the birth canal, where what they get. They get the populated vaginal. in their nose, in their mouth, in their gut with good microbacteria. Okay? Right. So now Dr. Perlmutter is suggesting that they take a swab of the woman's vagina in a serious Assyrian section and put those swabs on the baby as it's, as it's delivered by Assyrian section so they get the benefit of, 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 of this immunology because kids are... are, are Having autoimmune diseases, or not just kids, but yeah, they are kids now. But you know, where autoimmune diseases you see in your twenties and thirties, now they're seeing them five to ten, and this is one of the reasons. And it goes back to what Dr. Jerry started with: intestinal dysbiosis. Okay, it's all around us, but nobody's paying any attention. It's too simple. Yeah, I mean. Well, you it, know, it, the it, other interest. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to comment. Well, yeah, basically, and then if the physician, you know, recommends any supplementation, uh, you know, when they ask, well, is there any difference between synthetic and natural vitamins? Says, oh, no, don't waste your money on the natural stuff. They are yeah. so far from the truth, uh, it's not even funny. Uh, you know, it's easy to, to start to spot some of these synthetic vitamins. You know, when you see names like retinol, vitamin A, palmitate, for example, uh, thiamine mononitrate. These are all synthetics, and that's why they're so cheap. But, you know, you have to get a food-based supplement because it has all the synergistic factors in there, and that's what makes them work. You know, uh, Fritz Albert Pop, a noted German researcher, showed that supplements derived from food have biophotons in it, which are packets of scalar energy, which you know, stimulates the whole healing process. When you take a synthetic vitamin, and if you have like a one-a-day brand, for example, put it on a teaspoon, hold it over a gas flame, you'll see it turns to coal tar. And that's why these people get upset stomachs from this garbage because it's pure coal tar. Uh, yeah, it's organic, all right, but it's not yeah. the right form of organic. And benzene's organic too, you know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you, 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 that's and that's what Dr. Jerry's getting to—the formaldehyde, the benzene that's in the synthetic vitamins. And we did a program on even Centrum; it's all synthetic, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, spend your money on something good now, or just let your children inherit it, and uh, they'll take care of it for you. <laughs> Real quick, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this is probiotics too all the time. Huh? You, you recommend probiotics, of course, right? Absolutely. Take, take I mean, we have day, to pay I... attention to, to our microbiome. Uh, it's really right. critical to our health because that's where our immunity starts. And well, you when know, you have, have, yeah, have a, a, a GI system that's not healthy, you, you start the inflammatory cycle, and there you have you know, the basis of most diseases and inflammation. Well, that's why it's so important. Like you know, sauerkraut at the end of the meal, it's lactic acid. It helps to acidify the colon to promote healthy bacteria living in there. Uh, you know, kefir and buttermilk, you know, uh, yogurts, but not pasteurized. 
I mean, you could make your own strain of yogurt, um, you know, by with a starter, and have it for the rest of your life. So you're, you're cutting down expenses, and you're getting a high quality nutritional product that has the natural bacteria in there. So you know, it's it's not difficult once you get the routine going. You know, you can enjoy a better uh, level of health. Jeremy, yeah, anything is you it, mentioned is, is it an incredible that, uh, we had for dinner and part of today, so I feel like I'm in good shape. Yeah, you're in great shape. But Even isn't it incredible that we resort to using drugs to treat diseases, and they are the third leading cause of death in the United States? Right. I mean, there is it really? I can Every time I think of it, I just go crazy. I think if a, if a physician has to use drugs, he's failed you somehow. That, that, well, that's where and, I'm coming and, down with this. Yeah, in an emergency type situation, sometimes you need a medication to get you over the hump. But you know, by and large, uh, there's natural solutions to things. I mean, you know, one of the biggies that I found in my little research was, you know, with too much protein you're going to get the gout. Well, heck, you know, they can put you on all kinds of fancy medications, but simple things like blueberries, uh, you know, or bromelain, pineapple has an enzyme bromelain in there. Uh, You know, it it helps to counteract the vitamin C from food, from green buckwheat, from the camu-camu fruit, for example. It helps to metabolize the the uric acid. It's just, you know, quality food. Maintains health. You don't eat a diet for diabetes and a diet for weight loss and a diet for this and a diet for that. Eat healthy foods. It takes care of all problems. And ladies and gentlemen, just in case you missed what Dr. Jerry just said, let me just let me let me bring it to the forefront for you. He said bromelain and uric acid. When your uric acid goes up, ladies and gentlemen, you have a very painful condition. It's called gout. Okay, so, you know, he he just glossed over that. But that is really important in your diet, okay, especially if you have gout. Right, Jerry? Absolutely. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me just take a moment here, since uh, this is the Dr. Ron Show, and and congratulate my daughter. My daughter is Spain's powerlifting champion. And it's 65 kilograms and under. She is. Uh, she competed in an open championship this past weekend in Malaga, and uh, she's not going to like what I'm going to have to say, but uh, she was the uh, most mature <laughs> person in her weight class and really kicked butt. And the headline in the paper in, in Marbella reads, a 50-year-old American mother of two who lives in Benalmadina, Defended her title at the European Classic Cup powerlifting competition. So um, kudos to our daughter Maria. Congratulations, Ron. Thank you. Oh, you you know what? You don't want to mess with her, Jerry. That Dan. She's a. (laughs) I was just just thinking of that. If she's around, I'm not even going to come near her. Uh, well, she was. She, she's a. a uh, she's won a lot of trophies in bodybuilding from the time she was at Georgetown University in Washington. She's even Georgetown. won trophies in Italy. In Italy. Well, wow. she, uh, she. She's a Rhodes Scholar. She's a bright girl. No, okay. really, but, Rhodes. Yeah, she. Uh, okay. she but. She speaks many languages, has her own translation service in, in Spain. But, you know, what? this is really great for her. I'm really really happy that uh, she's really keeping this up. Well, you I'm sure. 
her kids don't give her any lip either. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. Don't get a lip. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here with uh, uh, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. I have some uh, phones on the board that I don't recognize, so I'm going to open up some uh, microphones, Jerry and Dan, to see if anybody has any questions. They can just jump in and uh, yell them out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, most of the microphones are at your end are open, and if you have anything to say, uh, just jump in, and uh, we're glad to get you on the air. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's talk about one other thing. You know, this time of year, Dr. Jerry. You know, and and that, another thing that I've always said when I was in work in practice is, you know, your your diet is critical between New Year's and Christmas. But between Christmas and New Year's, sometimes, you know, you, you you have to live a little bit, but you don't have to overdo it, ladies and gentlemen. But I would love to see you uh, stick to a healthy diet between New Year's and Christmas. And then what we're talking about, you could take uh, in stride with no problem. But during this time of year, you know what uh, we're exposed to? Synthetic fragrances. And they are derived from petroleum. That's crude oil. Okay, they contain benzene. You know, benzene's carcinogenic. They contain aldehydes, toluene, a lot of toxic chemicals that are linked to cancer, birth defects, central nervous system disorders, and of all things, we know uh, allergy. So, and they are they do one other thing. Some of these ingredients that are used in lotions, shampoos, laundry detergents, and cleaning products do something that we've talked about on this program. These fragrances can be endocrine disruptors. They are compounds that tinker with your hormone levels, that trigger weight gain, set you up for diseases down the line, and as Dr. Jerry has talked about, it sets you up for an underactive thyroid, okay? So, you know, it may be nice to go into a house that has uh, all this fragrance, uh, they have it in the heating it or whatever, but don't be tricked by it. It is really synthetic scents are toxic. Okay. Uh, so remember, these synthetic scents are endocrine disruptors, neurotoxic, environmental toxins, respiratory ir- irritants, aller- uh, they can make you allergic to them, and they are carcinogens, and they are in lotions, serum, shampoo. I mean, I, I could just go on and on and on. I, in fact, I did make a list, but 95% of shampoos and conditioners and styling products have the term, in quote, fragrance as an ingredient toxic okay they damage your body all right i i I tell you i feel like i'm preaching here today all right so dr jerry you had a a thing you you were talking about synthetic and natural vitamins right yes so why don't we why don't why don't don't you beat that up a little bit because you have a lot of experience uh with a particular uh, company that has a lot of natural and you you don't get a hundred thousand milligrams of anything well, that's the whole thing. Yeah, the synthetic stuff that you need a lot because it works like a, a pharmacologic action, like a drug. Um, you know, perfect example, vitamin E, they use the alpha tocopherol, like 1,100 international units. But if you use a supplement from, like, Standard Process, for example, from green peas, it's called Cataplex E. It's made from natural source. It has two international units, and, you know, the, the Traditional trained doctors, oh, this this can't work. But B.S., if you take a natural, biologically active supplement, it works the equivalent of 
1,100 international units of synthetics. So don't exactly. let the dosage fool you. Exactly. It's real important your body to knows what to do with it. Yeah, well, your body it's more knows biologically how to handle natural stuff. Right. Exactly. exactly. And, uh, you really know, same thing. Point. Yeah, it's just too simple. Also, you have to be careful because even though it's a natural uh, food-based supplement, it can have a physiologic action. You know, perfect example, I had a patient that had, uh, she passed out like at the dinner table and she went to a well-meaning, you know, healthcare practitioner and was giving her a fraction of the B vitamins, which actually caused dilation of the blood vessels, which would make it actually worse, the problem. And it actually did. And when I finally, you know, realized what was going on, I switched her over to a fraction called Cataplex B from Standard Process, which tones up the blood vessels, and that was the end of her fainting uh, issues. So natural supplements, you know, back in the 40s, Ron, you may have mem- uh, remembered Tuttle and Tuttle and these other physiology books that you had in the medical school. They they didn't have all the fancy drugs, so they spoke about the physiologic effect of vitamins and um, and minerals. And that's how you learned how to heal people. You know, the, after the, the late 40s, you got into the drug scene, you know, they poo-pooed all the vitamins, and you didn't hear about it again. Right. Boy, I tell you, it is too easy, ladies and gentlemen. Just think about it. And if you're thinking that you're going to avoid sugar and use aspartame or equal, gosh, I, I, you got to go back and listen to some, some of our archive shows. Despite all the bad news you heard about aspartame, you might still think you can drop some pounds. After all, right, it's just calories. A new study has, I think, now busted that myth about aspartame. Researchers have confirmed that not only it will it not help you to lose weight, but it can set you up for heart disease and diabetes. Now, if that doesn't get your attention, I don't know what does, okay? Well, then you don't have to we worry about the weight problem if you drop dead. Right? Yeah, you, you, you'll get your diabetes. It'll take care of you. You'll be, uh, you'll be losing weight and feeling horrible by yourself. <laughs> You know, we've been warning you, ladies and gentlemen, about no-cal sweeteners, especially aspartame. Well, you know, it breaks down into formaldehyde, formic acid, and methanol. Methanol will cause you to go blind. It's it's, it's like Sterno. We used to see that on Ray Street when we were down in Hahnemann, Dan and I. Right. (laughs) See it on the street. You know, if it was a a drug, ladies and gentlemen, this would have a black box warning. You know, Absolutely. that's where the, yeah, because uh, it has a tremendous uh, effect on your health. All right? I'm just going to list them here since I got them and I did the research on it. The side effects include migraines, vision problems, blackouts, seizures, and guess what? A highly aggressive brain tumor. And yet the FDA allows it to remain on the market. Now, you know what? Yeah, I just found out. Did you know you can find this in kids' vitamins and yogurt? I mean, we know it's in diet drinks, so I never knew it was in children's products. Oh, yeah, why not? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> why, why not get them sick, get them into the system? And, this, by the way, again, for our our, our listeners here that like your uh, research, this came from a team at the Massachusetts General Hospital. All right? And I can give you the lead author's name, Dr. Richard Hoden, H-O-D-I-N. He actually... 
he summed up the research this way. Products containing aspartame don't work very well and may actually make things worse. Well, no kidding, sir. Also, I think it increases your cravings for carbohydrate and you actually put weight on. Well, actually, exactly, and they did bring that up. It, it, it is so sweet that your body it doesn't, it, after you drink it, it leaves a, a signal in your brain that says, well, boy, we got to eat more. We got to crave this sweetening, this sweetness that was triggered in your brain. So you're absolutely right, and uh, you know has a lot of bad stuff when it's when it's uh, digested. So please, ladies and gentlemen, read your labels, read your labels, check for aspartame. Uh, you want to look for phenylalanine if that's a problem for you, or you you have a genetic problem. Check the labels on drugs and vitamins, especially those for your children, or ask the pharmacist if they contain aspartame. If they do, please uh, just just leave it on the shelf. I used well, you to know, chew a couple little with... pearls. You know, if you are going to cheat, which you know we all do, it's human nature. Yeah. At least you know supplement with some uh, natural B vitamins to help metabolize the carbohydrates, the sweets, minerals to help counteract the acidity of these processed foods and and fiber so the transient time will be uh, quickened you know so that the garbage will pass out faster so yeah you may not feel as good but the bottom line is the supplements will help counteract some of the the shortcomings of this uh, processed foods hmm. that's good advice ladies and gentlemen Dr. Ron and Dr. Terry yeah go ahead Jerry uh, Dr. Dan I used to uh, I used to chew gum with aspartame in it, and actually during that time my weight increased. So I'm one of the people that probably made me eat more, and I, I now I haven't done that for years, and I managed to keep my weight better better than I've ever wanted to keep it. You know, besides well, watching my diet in general, but I don't have anything to do with that, and probably it it might have. It just had bad side effects. I can't remember getting any headaches from it, but maybe I did. But, well, uh, it, it, the list I made, uh, Doctor Dan, was uh, you know sometimes people suffer from migraines. They go to the physician, and you know he says, "Well, you got migraines. I'm going to give you drug A or I'll give you drug B." Well, you know what? Maybe all they need to do is get off the aspartame. Exactly. That, that's why we're talking about getting to the cause of the problem. Right. Well, no, it's interesting right. that you brought that up. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I had somebody call me at the office, and they, they couldn't thank me enough. And I said, for what? He says, well, you had that article on your website about aspartame or spartane. And he said, I've been suffering headaches for like 15 years, and like nobody could figure out what the heck it was. He says, I read your article. I stopped taking the aspartame, and my my migraines totally disappeared. So he says, thank you for sharing that information. And <laughs> and the bottom line is, you know, you you have to start doing your own homework because, like uh, Dr. Ron said, you go into the doctor. If he gives you three minutes, you think the Pope blessed you when you had a, a visit. <laughs> he's got one foot right. in the door, one on a banana peel, and he's racing to get to the next patient. <laughs> yeah, and it's even worse than that. Uh, they, they have a tablet in their hands, and they don't. They never have eye contact with you. They're just right. typing on their tablet. So it's it's really a, a sad state of affairs. I used to tell my medical students that would come through my office that by the time you finish the history taking, if you do a good history, uh, you'll probably know exactly what's wrong with the patient before you even examine them. But they well, that was time, a they don't have time study to do that. that 
Yeah, I remember I mentioned that study where they did 2,300 autopsy reports, and in 76% of the cases, the medical history was more accurate in the diagnosis than the laboratory test, which only showed 11% accuracy. Wow. Say this. Repeat that for our audience again. That's really that's great information. 70 or, or yeah. Um, when you look at laboratory tests, people think, oh, this is the, the gold standard, the end-all, be-all, that, you know, we got to do this test and that test. It, in 2,300 autopsy uh, reports, the laboratory came to the correct diagnosis in 11% of the cases. Wow. When they did the actual medical history, it was like 76% accuracy. Mm-hmm. So you know the old five, the old time uh, physician was right. You know he looked at you, he knew your family, he took a good history, uh, and he did it all without the benefit of Google. <laughs> Not only that, but all these you know thousand dollar tests. I remember spending some time in the doctor's office over in Germany, and I looked up on the wall, and he had this gorgeous chart, and it showed the fingernails and the distortions of the fingernails in relationship to specific disease processes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was so exciting for me to see that someone had an open mind and was using his his gray matter in his, in his head to figure out what the heck's going on instead of just running test, test, test. And when the fingernails, the face, I mean, I, I studied oriental diagnosis, and different areas of the face uh, will scream out at you of specific areas. Like a lot of times you see people have a deep vertical crease between the eyebrows. Well, that's liver problems where their cheeks are all red and inflamed. That could be lung problems or a butterfly effect over the face can be, uh, you know, hypothyroidism. <clears throat> you know, uh, pimples on the face definitely show intestinal toxemia. It's one of the side effects of intestinal toxemia. So, you know, looking at the patient the odors that their body's giving off, the coloration of their skin, the, the, the thinning of the hair can show hypothyroidism. The, the body's screaming out at you if you just can interpret what the heck you're seeing. You know, you really bring back some, <clears throat> some memories when I studied with Hans Nieper. And mm-hmm. Hans Nieper on the wall, he even had the, you know, the arcosanellas that we used to look out for in the, in the, around the cornea, all the mm-hmm. creases in the ears. Uh, I don't even think the young boys or, or, or young young children, I call them, or in medical school or even taught any of this anymore about physical uh, diagnosis and the signs to look out for. Uh, it's just the way it's it is, lost. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's lost. And, you know, while while we're still around, you know, the only place you're going to get this information is here on Block Talk Radio on our show, Tuesday afternoons at 4 o'clock. Uh, you're not going to hear this uh, any other place unless you do a, a lot of reading. And and that was the other thing that I want to compliment Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. <clears throat> we, put, we put in a lot of time to bring you this information every week. It doesn't come automatic, and uh, uh, I just would like you to uh, just appreciate it a little bit. And if you can, if you can go to Facebook and like us at, uh, on Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. Uh, Dr. Jerry has a Facebook page. Uh, uh, you could go to his page. Is it Dr. Jerry Smith? How, what's your Facebook page, Jerry? Jeez, uh, I haven't been here in a long time, to be honest with well, you. If you go <laughs> to my, my page, name will show see, it up. Yeah, if you, if you either, either search his name or just go to Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored, we post things on each other's pages. 
we glad, really like to hear from you because we're not going to be back on on the air until next year now. And uh, we'll, if uh, if you want us to continue this type of programming, we're not asking for money because we are self-funded, but we are asking for your ideas and your encouragement. So with that, especially uh, your ideas, Dr. Ron, uh, it's important. You know, we want to give the uh, listening audience information that they find, you know, beneficial. So if you could just, you know, email us what topics you'd like us to cover. We'd certainly uh, have fun doing the research and putting together that information to help you out. Right. And and you can email me at docronradio, D-O-C-R-O, radio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. And we'll, we'll listen to all suggestions and get you out there. And, and and I really think, uh, as we have talked over the past, especially over the past year, that autoimmunity and inflammation are the areas we have to educate ourselves and, and our audience uh, on because this microbiome is really critical. And we'll, 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 we'll talk about how the third world countries uh, have a more diversified, uh, a diverse microbiome ver- uh, versus us and what it has to do with their uh, immunity and how our body... Uh, recognizes foreign antigens and if you have a, a tendency to have a problem how the way our auto, our autoimmune system is working now instead of just blowing out the problem like you blow out a candle they're putting it out with a fire extinguisher and that's causing all other condi- uh, uh, symptoms so uh, we will we will bring this information to you but uh, we'd like to hear from you and uh, docronradio at gmail.com and uh, we will do the research. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Dr. Ron here. Uh, Dr. Dan, anything from, from you there? Yeah, the the autoimmune situation seems to be, I don't know if we're picking up more cases these days of all these autoimmune diseases or uh, they really they really uh, existed. Well, well, whether they existed years ago and we didn't pick them up or there are more now. What, what's your what's your opinion on that? Well, With we'll talk more about it later, problems. but I think they are occurring earlier in the course of our life, and they are more severe. And there are 88 that I counted uh, in preparing for this year. 88 autoimmune diseases now, and you know you're mm-hmm. talking about uh, uh, gut and and uh, multiple sclerosis and uh, a host of them. So I right. think well, I think, think, yeah, I, I think I think there's much more present today, Dr. Dan, because you have more toxicity in the environment, poorer quality food, more heavy metals, radiation, um, you know, Monsanto frankenfoods. Yeah, poor quality water. And then you have the the degassing from, you know, the paints and the rugs uh, and the insulation. And and our houses are tighter today. You know, when, when fuel was cheap back in the 70s and 60s, you know, who cared if your house leaked? The fuel was cheap to heat it. But, uh, you know, when things got uh, more expensive, they made the houses more airtight, so it kept the chemicals in that you breathe in. Um, that and then all the vaccines. I mean, geez, today I think from age uh, birth to 18, that they're getting something like 68 vaccines today. It's like crazy. So the body's, you know, inundated with poisons. You know, you don't have the natural food. You have the EMFs that are disturbing, uh, the, you know, the physiology of the cells and the and the brain and organ connection. So the body can't deal with it. So you got autoimmunity because something's trapped 
in the organ. You know, a, a quick example, we had a family in from Iowa, and the mother had systemic lupus. Well, the bottom line is she was taking a medication during pregnancy, which is called Bendictin, which oh, they yeah. stopped. Yeah, it's for anti-nausea, and it's equivalent to thalidomide. Well, the bottom line is she had systemic lupus. The drug was trapped in her liver. Now, who the heck is ever going to think about the drug is going to be trapped in an organ? But, you know, that's the way I think. And it took about nine months of taking homeopathics that I made from the actual drug to neutralize it. And guess what? The systemic lupus is is gone. Mm. So this whole autoimmune issue is really uh, a matter of detective work to define what the heck is in that organ. You know, is it a virus? Is it a fungus? Is it a heavy metal? Is it a pesticide? Is it a chemical? There's something in there causing the body to attack it. It just doesn't happen for no reason. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when they start to wake up and start looking for this stuff, they'll solve these problems instead of keep you know, pouring t- uh, millions and millions of dollars in the research, like cancer, the war on cancer, it's a, it's a war on the, your, your pocketbook because they're never going to find the solution with the, with the direction that they're taking. Right. right. Makes sense, Dan. It does to me. We, again, to get to the to the basis of it, all right, and, and just, just, you know how long it's been it's taken even to get uh, the dentist to be aware of mercury in your mouth? I mean, Incredible. I mean, it's a it's a toxin, you know. And and now, I think finally, I think that from what I'm seeing here in Florida, uh, it's they they are not using mercury. Okay. No, uh, I haven't I haven't seen it used in any dentist I've been to anyway. But you know, it's and interesting. You know, yeah, one of my mentors, Yoshiaki Amura, he's a medical doctor, brilliant guy up in Manhattan, and and he said at one of his seminars is that. The recurrence of cancer is primarily due to the fact of mercury being trapped in the tissues where the the problem started in the first place. So, you know, you could cut it, you could irradiate it, you could chemicalize it, but if you don't get to the root cause of the cancer, it's going to come back. It may not be in the same place. It'll be somewhere else. you got to start looking for core issues. And uh, it, But, you know, again, it, it's getting back to basics. Exactly. They say everyone who has reached the age of 80 has had cancer, I believe, six or eight times. But if they don't have it active at the particular moment, their immune system has killed it off. Exactly. And, and most of it's done in the liver. Yeah. Right. What, what is it, six or eight times, something like that, Dr. Ron? I think you're you cancer cells every day, Dan. Uh, Absolutely. But if you have a Absolutely. good immune system, you're, you're, you're just... You're, your immune you're, system you're kills them off. Absolutely. Yeah, and one of the things that you know I found in my research, we're talking about the you know viruses and all. Simple iodine, you know, it's the most effective agent for killing viruses, um, especially influenza viruses. So you know, putting a little uh, iodine in the, and diluting it maybe with some water, you can create an aerosol by just you know pump spray into an area where someone is uh, coughing or whatever. And uh, even putting it into a mask, you know, uh, to protect yourself from breathing in these viruses. And, again, it's too cheap and it's too effective. Right. And and remember what, 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 what Phil Safer told us, just a little colloidal silver in a mask or, or, or inhaled. Absolutely. Right? Aerosolized. 
I mean, and that, but that's that's too cheap too. I mean, you can you can make a hundred gallons for ten dollars. So I mean, that, that'll never fly. Right. And you know, when you when you look back at that uh, that crazy pandemic, uh, you know, influenza episode that we had in 1918, it, it killed an estimated 30 million people. 30 million people. That's like a that's a large number in my book. Anyway. If they would have had iodine at their disposal, they could yeah. have licked it. You're right. They maybe did, but didn't know what you know. Uh, what it was used for. They didn't connect the dots. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and and now you know. I sent I sent you a copy of this. I know I did about the pregnant women and the flu vaccine. What a what a lousy study. And the FDA uh, it now is admitting that vaccines can trigger a da- a response that can damage your immune system for both mothers and babies. Okay, so so the three things that came out of this FDA meeting is what I just said, that shots can lead to miscarriages, poor fetal development, stillbirth, premature labor, and you know what? They still, they're still on the market. They didn't take them off the market yet, okay? Well, because it didn't kill uh, enough people. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, they're they're protected. You cannot sue a manufacturer for a firm vaccine. They are protected by law. They make sure that they got protected. Yeah, the vaccine. So, uh, that's why more and more of these things come out in the vaccine form because you can't sue them. But uh, right. for those of you that really want to get uh, more information about the iodine, uh, David Derry, he's an MD, PhD up in the Victoria, British Columbia. And you know the guy's on the money because they took his medical license away from him because yeah. he was curing too many breast cancer patients with, with iodine. And, um, you know, it just it's a shame that this has to happen. But the bottom line is he wrote a book, a book called the Breast Cancer and Iodine. It's a simple read. You could read it over in a weekend. And he, he gives you the information. It's The iodine turns on apoptosis, which is the mechanism where cancer cells self-destruct. It's that simple, you know. Yeah, and it's well tolerated. And you know what? Maybe it'll even help your thyroid. Oh, of course it's going to help your thyroid. <laughs> I mean, so you feel yeah, better, you'll have more energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, Broda Barnes, is like, he liked that one. All right, so that's Dr. David Derry, D-E-R-R-Y. He's an MD, he's a Ph.D., Victoria, British Columbia. Yep. Okay, Dr. Jerry was kind enough to send me the uh, article, okay, called Iodine, the Forgotten Weapon Against Influenza Viruses. So, Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to do some research uh, between now and uh, next year when we when we return, uh, there you go. Check out iodine. It, it's a it's a great article. Yeah. And even well, just painting it on lesions, it it helps to yeah. get rid of any viruses or bacteria in the skin, and it'll help kill it. That was the old Mercurochrome, wasn't it? Uh, right. I, I haven't heard that term in fifty years. No, that years. had mercury in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't it so good. Red. Yep, that and the black salve. You got it. Oh and uh, watch out for those bad fish with the mercury in them too. We got plenty of those around. Yeah, yep. sure do. Well, uh, Dan and Jerry, I, I want to thank you for being uh, on the, the show every week. I know it's a it's a commitment. It takes time, uh, but we. Uh, I think we had a really great year this year, bringing out, bringing information to the audience and uh, up to the minute stuff that they can use. 
And I know they're going to be pressured by their uh, allopathic physicians. Oh, you know, these guys on the radio, they don't know what they're talking about. But just remember, ladies and gentlemen, I do have to keep the lawyers happy, and I, I want to just read this uh, just to, for, for completeness sake. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice. It should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical diagnosis or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical conditions or treatment with your physician. I guess the fact that we're still in the air, uh, we didn't offend too many people, or not to, to the people that uh, that uh, could, could cause us trouble. But, you know, we're going to give you the other side of the story, and we're going to give it to you from both a practical, uh, everyday examples and from the literature. And, and we're reading the literature to see who's paying for these studies that are contrary to what we know is true. And 99.9% is uh, these these studies are funded by the drug companies to get the result that they want. And it is uh, there are more and more uh, uh, articles coming out about how how corrupt the FDA is and how they are owned by the uh, big pharmaceutical companies. We may get into that next year. We may get into the fact that about 17% of physicians don't think it's wrong to hide their mistakes. And that's and that's that's an article that I sent to, to Dr. Jerry. It was in the JAMA of all things, and they they're not afraid to hide their mistakes. It was a in a Medscape Ethics Report 2016. It's just uh, boy, I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, your health is in your own hands, and you need information. And uh, I you know I hope that we can continue to bring it to you here on the on this uh, internet radio program. Uh, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan, I gotta say, put a lot of time in, and uh, I hope you appreciate it. And I know you do because we we get good comments. All right, so just let me give you some information, and then we'll sign off here. Number one, email docronradio at gmail dot com. Number two, Facebook page Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. And number three, our radio. Uh, station number uh, if you want to tell your friends that maybe don't have a computer or don't want to be bothered with logging on their phone you can call in and listen to the program at 347-989-8899 347-989-8899 and uh, we hope to, to that you'll uh, spread the word Dr. Dan yes sir Dr. Ron all right this is a uh, time to wish everybody a Merry Christmas Right, exactly. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and a happy, happy Hanukkah, if anybody's Jewish, and anything else we might have missed. Kwanzaa. And what's that? Excuse me. Happy Kwanzaa. Oh, and my wife reminded me, Happy St. Nicholas Day again. <laughs> All right, thank you. Dr. Dan, that. thank you. I, I will see you uh, playing the piano next week. Hopefully, uh, hey, I'll see you. I'll I'll see you when you get here, and we'll have some fun. All right, Dr. Jerry, I, I want to just thank you a lot. I mean, you you've been a big help, and uh, I can oh, tell yeah, you me. that you know I really appreciate you being on the program. I'm having a lot of good results here with methylene blue, and we'll talk about that next year. Uh, a lot of great stuff happening. So, thank you so Thanks. much, sir. No, you're welcome. Me too, uh, I appreciate it. 
that that's the excitement of living. It says one must desire something to be alive, and you know we have the desire to share our many years of uh, practical, you know, uh, practice to share with the people so that they stop getting slaughtered by the establishment. Because uh, you know I think we're we're in a watershed, and if we don't turn things around in the next uh, you know five to ten years, uh, we're on the slippery slope right now, and I think we have a, a chance of. Uh, taking back not only our country but our health. Jerry, you put that beautifully. That was really well stated. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's better to walk alone than with a crowd going in the wrong direction. And Merry Christmas. Have a happy New Year. May you uh, have a happy, healthy year coming up. Uh, Watch your sugar intake. Watch your stress intake. We didn't get into it today, but, you know, Dr. Jerry did talk about the flu. It's really common this time of year, not so much because of the infectiousness of the flu, but because we run down our immune systems, we eat too much sugar, we get ourselves too stressed out. Uh, So uh, please be careful, enjoy yourself, enjoy your families, and God willing, we will see you next year. All right, Jerry, Dan, thank you so much. One little quick one. I remember... Um, a comedian once said, "If you're drinking and driving, make sure you turn your radio up loud so you don't hear the crash." Yes, that's a good one. That's a good one, Jerry. Also, make sure you be careful if anybody's sick during this season. You know, just tell them that keep away or. Uh, wash your hands a lot, use hand sanitizer, whatever you have to do in order to prevent infection, you know? So, Absolutely. Well, I'm going to disagree going to disagree with the hand sanitizer, but definitely wash your hands, ladies and gentlemen. That's the best, the well, best uh, advice. Well, we, we could use silver. That's a good hand sanitizer, right? There you go. Yep. Yep. Well, colloidal silver. Do it every time. Okay. Have fun, guys. Look forward to seeing you at the new year. Okay, and okay, you we'll too, Jerry. Right. Take See care. Yeah. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on LockedTalkRadio.com. See you next week.